Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I feel like a bum, bum, bum. I, you know, I could actually do things like drums <laughs> or dramatic piano. I feel like I need, um, what I need is like a trumpet fanfare. Anyway, uh, today is, say it with me, Friday, woo, woo, woo. Uh, December 30th, the end almost of 2022. Technically tomorrow, if you follow the Western calendar, as I believe most of us are enslaved into doing, uh, is uh, blah, blah, blah. I lost, I lost my mind thinking about the Gregorian calendar and the history there. Uh, what it is to be me people. <laughs> um, anyway, last podcast of 2022. Oh, I didn't say I'm here with my first cup of coffee. I like totally mucked up the whole thing. What if I should start over now? Nah, that's all right. Verisimilitude. I am here with my first cup of coffee and it is delicious. I got all distracted by the fanfare thing lack of fanfare so uh yeah it's interesting looking at my number of podcasts for the year uh because you know, of course i'm doing all of this year end wrapping upping and evaluating and i did 168 podcasts this year which is the fewest number that i have done since i began um not counting the fact that my first season in 2018 was only 80 episodes uh, because I am, um, I don't know what this 218 here means. I, I think I only did 80 episodes in season one, but I started halfway through the year and I wasn't doing so many at the time. So anyway, anyway, um, I've done 827 episodes all, all told. I'll have to keep track of when number 1000 is coming up, but at any rate, yeah. So I did fewer podcasts this year, um, by the other three years, which were admittedly pandemic years and I was not traveling, right? The whole making Jeffy stay at home thing does have an effect. Uh, but I have very consistent in, um, well, 2019 wasn't really a pandemic year at all. I'm not even, not really. It wasn't. What are we talking about? But I did 193 podcasts that year, then 195 in 2020, 192 in 2021. And then this year, 168. So what lesson do we draw from this? I don't know, except that it's interesting that this was also a low word count year. And so I'm reflecting back and I might do some reflecting this weekend. I'm kind of stacking things up a little bit because I also really need to listen to the shadow wizard audiobook so that I can figure out what I'm writing in rogue familiar. I started, but I kind of need to binge listen to that. Um, and I think I'm going to take down the Christmas decorations. So it's a good time for binge listening, but I paused there because this little kitten is here in my office with me. He wanted to be in here while I did the podcast and so far he's been good, but um, 
he's starting to look a little wilder. Do you want to get out? He's thinking about it. We'll see. So I am kind of wanting to revisit more of my podcasts from last year, um, especially at the end of last year and revisiting what I was thinking. I don't think I wrote down my resolutions or what I was trying to do. Actually, let's look. Yeah. Interestingly, I do have my spreadsheet, of course, where I have my goals for 2019 and 2020, but I did not do it for 2021 or 2022. Um, pandemic effect, hard to say, but it's interesting revisiting these, these goals. Um, I think in the last couple of years, I was thinking more in terms of hi, sweetheart. I was not thinking in terms of hi, sweetheart. Sorry. Uh, little kitty is now up behind my monitor, behind my camera. But I was thinking in terms of redefining, um, you know, like course correction, that sort of thing. Ah, now he's lying down. That's good. Instead of making major changes. So anyway... I think that, and, and that's why I feel like I'm going to have to go back and like read or listen. I guess I have the transcripts now, but I want to revisit what I was thinking at the end of last year, beginning of this year. Uh, I definitely wanted to have less pressure on myself. I know I was uh, feeling stressed and feeling like I needed to do things to reduce stress. I know I asked the universe for some things that, um, as happens, you know, we move into the Taoist portion of the podcast, um, happened in very interesting ways. Uh, I needed some answers to some things, some solutions to some things, and the universe presented me with several gifts, one, one huge gift that I did not expect, did not expect it to take that form. And, um, oh, can hear a little bit of emotion in my voice there. Uh, it was, it was transformative. It made a huge difference that, and so much so that I feel like this will be a pivotal year that I will look back on 2022 as the year that, um, a huge number of things changed for me. Uh, and I'm sorry to be coy about it. If you know, it's, I just, um, in some ways can't talk about some of it yet. And in other ways, I, um, <laughs> one way to keep the kitten from drinking from your water glass is to put lemon juice in it. Yeah, that's right. He, he's going to try anyway, but he's wrinkling up his nose. Uh, yeah, there are going to be kitten distractions on the podcast for a while. Apologies. Do you want to see him though? If you're on video, come here, come here and say hi. He's out of range of the camera. Come here and say hi. Look how cute he is. Look how cute. So much cuteness. So much cuteness. <laughs> okay, let him go. <laughs> Sorry for that uh, brief kitten cuteness commercial. So, um, so yeah, uh, some ways I can't talk about them yet. I may someday. In other ways, they they were very just 
personal things, things that meant a great deal to me. And um, yeah, un unlooked for uh, emotional gifts that I had not known that I needed. So that's pretty cool. I mean, that's one of the things that I love about Taoism, about working with the subconscious, is that you sort of put out into the, the world, you try to be one with the Tao, uh, try to contribute to the Tao and flow out. That's, that's one of my solutions to many things is if I'm not feeling good is about something or another is to flow out to somebody. Uh, it's one reason why I um, do things for people, you know, do favors for people. I did a favor for somebody earlier this week. I gave a recommendation, which, you know, it's fairly easy to do. But he was so pleased. He was just over the moon pleased about the nice things I said about him. And, you know, those things are fairly simple to do, just like even, you know, like when you tell the Starbucks barista how cool her hair looks. Um, I try to make a point of telling people in a non-creepy way, you know, positive things. And I love seeing people's faces light up. And to me, that's just part of this positive outflowing to the universe. And you kind of trust that the, you know, that it will come back in the way that it should in the way that you need it to. And, and this year it did in really amazing ways. And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all of you. Uh, speaking of year end podcast wind up, uh, all of you faithful listeners out there. I just love it. How some of you randomly send me money from time to time. I know I have the little heart there on the podcast where you can, uh, send money to support the podcast and you send me money with, with lovely notes and um, sometimes you send me presents and it's just um, it's wonderful it's wonderful to to get that back uh, I suppose this is the part of the podcast where I should say please subscribe if you watch on YouTube just because I'm at like 800 subscribers and once I get to a thousand uh, you can unsubscribe. No, once I get to a thousand, then I can monetize. So if you have not subscribed on YouTube, yeah, it, it would be nice if you did. But also, I like never subscribe to anything. So I totally understand if you don't. Uh, I was just noticing that I should probably say something about that. I also know that yesterday I wrote something down that I was supposed to talk about today because I didn't get to it yesterday. Oh, I know. I'll look at the transcript. Stand by. <laughs> I was looking at the parts of the transcript I did not correct from yesterday. Uh, for new listeners, if you do pay attention to the closed captions or the read the transcript, I don't edit it heavily because I don't want to spend a bunch of time doing that. So that's why it doesn't make sense sometimes. So I talked about ideas and how do you go about writing down ideas? Because a friend of mine had messaged me, who is a newer writer, and said that, um, so my friend had messaged me saying that a uh, teenage friend of his was asking about writing advice that he didn't feel qualified to give. And so I'm going to take a little sidestep here to talk about uh, my friend has been writing for like 10 years, has written a novel, not published it yet. But, you know, completed a novel, which is a big thing. 
uh, and also has had a couple of short stories accepted for publication. And but he was feeling self-conscious, feeling like he um, did not have uh, good advice to offer. And so one thing I said, um, which he did not ask, but I did say, you know, we all have advice to offer. You have to be aware of the level of advice that you can offer. But as long as you're speaking from your own experience rather than uh, proffering rules or things that you've learned in other places, your experience is valid. Um, and for somebody who is just starting out, just thinking about writing, somebody who has been working at it for a decade does have things to say. Um, my beef comes in and this happens on social media a lot is that there is inevitably someone there who um, offers all the advice, jumps in to answer questions, even questions that are asked of other people, because this will happen sometimes. Somebody will say, well, you know, Jeffy, I know you've been doing X, Y, Z. What do you think about? And somebody else will jump in and say, well, you're supposed to X, Y, Z. And it's inevitably advice that comes from some other source. It's not always good advice. Um, it's can be the oft-repeated advice, which the oft-repeated advice is not necessarily the good advice. So I think be aware of your motivations. Are you jumping in to offer advice when it's not been asked of you? As admittedly, I was doing in this particular case by telling him, you have good advice to offer. But then he also asked me, um, what do I do about writing down ideas? Do I keep a notebook? Um, let me see what the exact phrasing was because it was kind of interesting. says when when you have an idea come to you do you jump immediately to write it down do you have like a notepad in case you do have an idea so you all know that I keep spreadsheets and I did admit to keeping um, a workbook with spreadsheets and do I write ideas down kind of sort of um, and I have talked about this before but I'm going to reiterate it here because I feel like some of the listeners come and go. Uh, I learned this from John Scalzi and I think that it's really useful that he's an extreme case but it's a good model where he says what he does is is when he gets an idea he um, thinks about it a little bit turns it over plays with it you know how that is you, you get the shiny new idea and it's fun to think about and then he set it aside and if the next day he's still thinking about it it's still there then he turns it over some more he devotes a little bit of mental attention to thinking about it if it's there a week later he turns it over and thinks about it and he says after like six months or a year if that idea is still with him then he will start putting serious effort into that now caveat this is something that's easier for a working writer to do than a newbie writer because a working writer undoubtedly has some project that they are already supposed to be finishing right you're not scrapping for what should I write about next um, 
newbie writers get really involved with ideas, um, thinking up ideas, trying to figure out what to write about because they don't have that flow going yet. They don't have this stream and of ideas coming in all the time, which is why there's a bit of a disconnect when new, newer writers ask um, more experienced writers about ideas and how to keep track of them or where do you get them that kind of thing. There's a disconnect because the experienced writers have notebooks full of ideas or spreadsheets full of ideas. That's not the problem. And they will say things like, you know, the, the problem is the time to write them all down. But when you're a newer writer, you're not in that space, right? You're not in that headspace. You don't have these ideas coming in all the time. You have no idea how to tell which ideas are good. So if you set an idea aside for six months or a year to contemplate and you don't, um, you, then what do you write? What do you write now? Uh, and I think one of the important answers there, which is an answer to a question they are not exactly asking, but I do think it's important is you need to just write. It actually doesn't matter what you're writing because what you need to do is write to get that flow going. And if you think of it like the water through the pipes, one of my favorite metaphors, you know, if you keep flowing water through the pipes, it's going to draw water through the pipes. You know, you're priming the pump. Uh, the most important thing you can do is write is to finish things. Yes, I do write ideas down somewhat. I keep a spreadsheet of ideas, especially for when my agent comes to me with a fire drill. When she comes to me and says, do you have any ideas um, that you could write for, you know, X publisher wants uh, this kind of story. Do you have any ideas? And I can go look at my spreadsheet to see if I have ideas. But at this point, I am experienced enough. I have written enough stories that I can tell whether or not the idea is dead. I can tell whether or not in John Scalzi's scenario, it would have faded off into the ether had I not written it down. Um, I think that there is this, for newer writers, this urgency to grab a hold of ideas and write them down lest they be lost. And that I think that's one of the least important things for you to be worrying about, frankly. Um, think about in terms of sticking with something writing something down and sticking with it and following it all the way through because that's the skill to master. Um, even if you never publish a novel, even if you never do anything with it, you need to develop the ability to stick with the idea and finish. So that seems like a good note to end 2022 on. Um, on Monday, I will talk about some year-end metrics, talk about some reevaluations and goals. I hope to get a whole bunch of thinking done this weekend, so wish me luck. And um, yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful end of year celebration, whatever you do to celebrate you New Year's Eve. We do not do much here at Shea Kennedy. We are pretty low-key. Um, but if you do go out and about, uh, be safe, be careful, uh, have lots and lots of fun. For me go do something sparkly for me and i will talk to you on monday you all take care bye bye